0: Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. I'm so thankful that the Lord said this because this gives us confidence that we don't have to fear death. As members of the body of Christ, Jesus has power. Our Lord, our master, our king, our God has power over death. So a believer needs never to fear death because we'll simply close our eyes here and open them over there in his presence to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now here is today's message. Good evening, everybody, and welcome once again to another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to have a great time in our midweek service. This is our Bible study adventure time, and we're having a great time. As you know, we've been in a series entitled The Miracle Man. Jesus is the Miracle Man, and we've been enjoying this series. I know I have, and I pray that you have been, too. We're talking about the miracles of Jesus as written there in the book of John. And it has been, this has been a phenomenal series. Last week, we spoke from the subtitle of From Power, or rather no, From Pain to Power. From Pain to Power. And that was part two. And you know what? We're going to go into a part three today. So this is actually, I think, part number 14 in the series but part number three of the subtitle, uh, From Pain to Power. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm just very excited to be here, and I, I hope that you are excited, too. Now, don't forget, if you have missed any of the messages, all you have to do is just go to the website at kingdomrock.org. There you can catch today's video and the audio. Get links to the audio, we're on a, the podcast is on a lot of different places, so have, I have links to those all on the website. So check them out today. All right, but I'm ready to get into this word. Oh yeah, I forgot. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you click the thumbs up button there. That really helps us out. I really would appreciate that. And leave us a comment if you like to. Both of those, the thumbs up and comments really do help our channel to grow, and we thank you guys so very much. Those of you that are watching on Roku and on television, listening by radio, podcasts, hello once again. And remember everybody, just remember everybody, I mean everybody, can go to the website at kingdomrock.org. There you can click the contact button and leave us your prayer request. We'd like to know how we can pray with you. All right, I'm ready. Let's go back into John, the 11th chapter. Now, last we left our hero, the Lord Jesus, he was talking about raising Lazarus from the dead. And there are a few particular things that we need to see tonight that's really going to just be completely awesome. But before we go back, I believe that was that verse number 15, 16, and 17. Before we go there, I wanna go back up to verse number one. And I wanna show you something that, I don't believe I've ever seen before, um, rather, yes, in verse number three, I, I don't think I've ever seen this before, and it really just blessed my heart. So I want to tell you about that before we go any further. Let's look again at verse number three. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Now, maybe I should start at verse number one. Let's let's do that. Uh, let's, let's do it. Verse one says, now a certain man was sick named Lazarus. Of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. All right, now let's look at verse number three. Therefore, his sisters sent, notice that word sent for a moment. Therefore, his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick." I, I just love this. Now, here's the thing that I saw earlier today. Now, catch the scene. Mary and Martha are right there with their brother and he's on his deathbed. He is sick uh, and he's getting to die. But they know that Jesus is actually, we're gonna see this, he's about 15 furlongs away or about two miles away, just up the road, just a piece. They sent him a word. They sent a messenger through, they sent somebody up. The Bible says they sent unto him. So they sent a messenger, they sent a message to Jesus. Hey, Lord, Lazarus, the one you love is sick and he's at the point of death. You need to come on and uh, heal him, right? So, all right, here's the scene. Mary and Martha are at Lazarus' bedside. They couldn't get a word to Jesus I mean, they had to stay where they were, so they depended depended upon the intercessory ministry of someone else to reach Jesus for them. You know, because that's what this messenger is really going to do. They're going to intercede for Mary and Martha and Lazarus uh, on their behalf. They're going to talk to Jesus. They're going to find him and talk to him on their behalf. Now, they're in their point, I'm telling you, they're at the point of, you know, dire need and they can't go anywhere. I'm not sure if you've ever been at the point of that dire need, that sort of misery and pain, and I pray that you've never had the experience of being on your, by the bedside of your loved one or someone that you have known and they are sick enough to die. Or maybe you've been in another extreme case and you just couldn't leave at that moment. Maybe there was a court case or, or something going on and you just couldn't go. Your emotions were all wrapped up. Your mind was racing and you didn't know what to do. And you depended on someone else to get a word to Jesus. Oh, That's the ministry of an intercessor. That's someone who takes your requests for you to the Lord. And that's what we do today, don't we? For our friends and families that are really going through, someone has to get that word to Jesus. Now, understand something. As we've read this before, if you haven't read the entire, uh, entirety of John 11, you can stop now and read and then come back. I <laughs> mean, because this is just so powerful. Did I say this is 53 glorious verses? This is wonderful. Now grab hold of this. I saw this too. All right, so this person leaves the side of Mary and Martha and Lazarus and goes to Jesus and actually talks to Jesus for them and tells Jesus accurately about the problem, conveys their words to the Lord. What a powerful ministry. And then that person comes back, I'm sure, and tells Mary and Martha, hey, he just up the road a bit. I told him, you know, I told him, surely he's going to be here soon, right? So understand something. We know that after Jesus got this word that his friend, the one who he loved, I think after Jesus received the word that Lazarus was sick, he still stayed in the same place he was two days, well after Lazarus had died. Now, get, put yourself in the shoes of the one who was praying or of the, of the messenger, the, the intercessor. Remember, they came back. I'm sure it's not written here, but I think we can, I think we can say that they had to come back and tell Mary Martha, hey, I talked to Jesus. I got to him. I found him. And I told him that Lazarus was sick, sick enough to die. And I told him what you said, that he whom thou lovest is sick. I told him all of that. So I got your word through. But then I'm sure they were at the house waiting on Jesus to walk through the door. But when they didn't see Jesus walk through the door on the first day, on the second day. Maybe they looked to that messenger and said, hmm, I thought you talked to Jesus. I thought you did. What'd the messenger do? I, uh, well, well, I did. You've ever prayed for someone before and you know that you know how to communicate to the Father. You know that you know how to pray and you felt like you got a prayer through, but it didn't seem, but the Lord didn't seem to answer. You know, he just didn't seem to answer. The power just, just did not seem to come through. What do you do then? Wait on the Lord. Wait on Him. That's what they had to do. They had to wait on the Lord. And so let's go on through here. I wanted to bring you that. I thought that was so powerful. The ministry of an intercessor, a prayer war here. Get a word to Jesus, and it's once you get that word to Him, you know, it's His job, His responsibility to answer, and He did. Even in His absence, He did answer, and of course, He came on too. So. Um, have hope, continue in faith, continue to believe, God has an intercessor. He has many intercessors, those that would take your prayer requests before the Lord. That's why we ask on just about every video, if you have a prayer request, if we need to pray with you on something, pray about something, help you pray, uh, then leave that on the website and uh, let us pray with you. If you want, if you feel comfortable to leave it there uh, on YouTube, you can do that too, but definitely go to the website, kingdomrock.org and Click the contact button and let us pray with you about what you're going through. I love interceding for God's people. So, I mean, it's one of my things. I love to pray. All right, let's get back into this, all right? Now, let's go on and, uh, yes, let's go on to number, um, let's go to verse 14. Verse 14 and try to go on a little bit further today. I can see now we're going to have to go into another part, but it's all right. We're just taking our time. Praise Jesus. All right, so let's go on. Verse 14 says, Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent that, rather, to the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Now, we're going to see that again and again and again. Lazarus is dead, but the Lord says, I'm glad I wasn't there so that you could believe. This whole thing, we're going to see that, so that you can believe. All right. Now, you'll actually see this, uh, this sort of wording four times in this verse where the Lord says, if I had been there, he would not have died. You're going to see that. And in some of you that's, that's familiar with this scripture know that wording is there about four times. Uh, Four, if we look back in the book of Genesis, four talks about the creation of natural light when light comes in. You know, the Bible says on the very first day, uh, let there be light and there was light, but the sun and the moon and the stars, I believe, were not made, were not created until the fourth day. So four, the entrance of light, God gives light to the world. (laughs) Isn't that Awesome. Isn't that awesome? So the Lord is going to wait uh, four days before he gets to Lazarus. And this phrase, this phrasing, if I had been there, if Jesus had been there, Lazarus would not have died also occurs four times. Light is coming into a world of darkness. Oh, this is thrilling. I feel like I'm gonna fall out up in here, but I will restrain myself. Let's go back. Let's look at verse number 16 once again. Uh, Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto him, uh, rather unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Verse 17, then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave or in the tomb four days already. Okay, there's your other four, right? He found him four days. All right, already in tune. Verse eighteen. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs. Fur That's about two miles, just up the road a bit. Uh, verse nineteen. And many other Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Verse twenty. Then Martha, as soon as uh, as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Martha met, rather, but Martha, rather, mm, start again. Oh, help me, help me, Lord. Are you praying with me? All right, let's go again, verse 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house. You know, Martha is that woman of action, isn't she? Remember when uh, they were making Jesus a feast, a meal, which we're going to see shortly. Well, it's, it's in the scripture. We won't see it in the series. Uh, when Mary, uh, Mary was there at the feet of Jesus listening to his words, but Martha was busy in the kitchen acting. She was active. So when she hears of Jesus coming, she's active as well, but Mary stays still waiting on the presence of the Lord to come. Mm, this is wonderful. All right. So let's look. Uh, look at verse 21. Then said Mary to Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Now, that's number two, right? That's the, that's the second second phrasing of that. If I had been, Jesus said, if I had been there, he would not have died. Mary's uh, Martha is saying here, here's the second one. If I had been here, what she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Second, let's look at verse 22. Uh, but I know that even now... Whatsoever thou uh, wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. She's saying, "I still have faith in you, Jesus." Now, remember last time we talked about the measure of pain that Mary and Martha and Lazarus has to be feeling, knowing that Jesus has the power, He has the ability and the love, the capacity. He has all of that, the compassion to actually heal Lazarus, but He still stays where He was, just two miles up the road. Two more days. He actually waits for Lazarus to die. Imagine the pain of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Why isn't why hasn't Jesus showed up? Uh, what's going on here? I- imagine that. Maybe they're telling their friends, you know, hey, if once Jesus comes, he's gonna make this situation go away. He's gonna heal the whole thing. Imagine their disappointment on the time at the time when Lazarus took his last breath. Imagine that their disappointment. For many Um, that just had a casual relationship with Jesus, they would have walked away from him. But Mary and Martha, they loved him and they believed in him. So through their pain, they still were connected with him And Martha said, Lord, I know, I know that whatever you do, whatever you ask of God now, he'll give it to you. He'll give it to thee. Look at verse 23. Jesus saith unto her, thy brother shall live, rather, thy thy brother shall rise again. That's what he said in verse 23. Thy brother shall rise again. That's that prophetic word. Verse 24. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus is talking about now. She's talking about then. Look at verse 25, Jesus said unto her, I love, this is a powerful statement. My God, this is, a, this is some good stuff here. Verse 25 says, uh, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? My God. I'm so thankful that the Lord said this because this gives us confidence that we don't have to fear death. As members of the body of Christ, Jesus has power. Our Lord, our master, our king, our God has power over death. So a believer needs never to fear death because we'll simply close our eyes here and open them over there in his presence to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. Jesus Jesus wants them to believe who he really is. Remember, this whole thing is about believing in him to a greater degree. Remember, Jesus told his his disciples, he said, for your sakes, I'm glad I was not there. To the intent that you may believe, Jesus is going to show them that he has the power over life and death. He has the power of resurrection. As a matter of fact, he is the resurrection. Isn't that awesome? Glory to the Lamb of God. Let's look on verse 25 again. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Do you believe this, Mary? or Rather, Martha, do you believe this? Let's look on verse 27. She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ." the Son of God, which should come into the world. She makes that confession. I believe you, Jesus. Yes, I believe. I'm not sure what you're going to do, but I believe that you are the resurrection in you, that we have life. Isn't that awesome? Now, before we go on any further to verse 28, I want to show you something that we talked about on last week about Thomas and about what he said. Oh, this is wonderful. Okay, so keep your finger there in verse 28. We're going to get back to that, but zoom back just for a moment to the words of Thomas in verse 16. I meant to show you this earlier, and as I'm reading this, it comes right back up to me, so I want to show you this. It says in verse number 16, uh, verse 16, then said Thomas, which is called uh, Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Now, we said last time that Thomas, I'm telling you, he's talking big here, but this is the same Thomas uh, that's, gonna, that's gonna also going to say later on in the Gospel of John uh, that he said, I, I refuse to believe that Jesus is alive after the resurrection, right? But notice this, this very prophetic statement that Thomas is giving. He said, let us go that we can die with him because this actually... The Spirit actually was speaking through Thomas at this time uh, to us and other believers that we would also, in order for us to obtain eternal life through Christ, we also must die with Him. Hallelujah. We also must die with Him. Possibly not a physical death, although many uh, have died a martyr's death, but we will all have to die a spiritual death coming into uh, the life of Christ. Now, let me show you this there in the book of Romans, the sixth chapter. Oh, this is so powerful. Romans, the sixth chapter. This is thrilling. Romans 6, look at verse 5, 5 through 9. It reads like this. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Verse 6, knowing this, that that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Look at verse 7. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if, this is verse 8, Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Uh, uh, Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death, have no more dominion over him. And because it has no more dominion over him, it has no, no more dominion over us. We died with Christ and we were resurrected with him. Uh, you can also say that Jesus not only died for you, he died as you. And he was not only resurrected for you, he re- was resurrected uh, as you. We died the death with him, our old self, was crucified, our old life done away with. And when you gave your life to Jesus, the new man springs forth. Behold, all things are new. Praise God. So we say we say goodbye to the old life, goodbye to the old ways. We say hello to new life in Christ Jesus. Isn't that awesome? So Thomas, I don't know, I don't know if he even knew what he was saying at that point, but I believe he was prophesying. This was the, the thing that we all were going to have to do, all going to have to walk with Jesus. Knowing that Jesus is going to the place where they had threatened to stone him a minute ago, they were all they were all disciples already to go that same way with him, not to abandon him, but to follow him even unto death. Praise God. Now, this is so wonderful. So our time's about up. Let me see where we stopped. And we're going to pick back up uh, here on next time. And where we stop, I think we stopped there at verse 28. So we're going to pick up on verse 28 on the next time. I pray, we didn't, it didn't seem like we covered that much tonight, but I pray that it was beneficial to you. Uh, again, we talked about the ministry of the intercessor, one who can go to his friend's house or and uh, they're, uh, they're in pain and that can take that person's pain and share it with the Lord. And get a word, get a word through, get a prayer through. That's the ministry of intercession. And we saw that there at the very beginning uh, of this chapter as Miriam or Martha sent word to Jesus and because of that word that was sent to him, Jesus was eventually coming to the site. Uh, their prayer brought brought the presence of the Lord to their pain. Oh my God, did you, did you see that? Their prayer, Right, because Mary and Martha were praying, and, and in essence, right, the prayer is getting a word to the Lord, right? Your words going to the ears of God, communication, communicating with the Lord. In essence, their prayer, or the one who was interceding for them, brought the presence of the Lord to their pain. Their prayer brought Jesus to their pain. And when Jesus got there, that pain was transmitted or transformed into power, which all of it was a purpose. Amen. Prayer, pain, power, purpose. All right. Well, we're going to stop it right there for tonight. I look forward to getting back with you on next week. And it's going to be wonderful as we get into the conclusion of this. It may take one or two more sessions, but we're going to do it and it's going to be awesome. Hallelujah. Now, before we go, let me have a word of prayer with you because this whole thing again was about believing in Jesus and If you've never believed in Jesus or received him as your Lord and Savior, then now's the time to do it. How do you do that? Well, you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. All right, so just say a simple prayer with me. It doesn't have to be this prayer, but you just have to believe. Just have to believe. All right, so just say, Father, I come to you a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe in Jesus that he died for me, and that he rose from the grave for me and as me, and that he is alive forevermore. I confess Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. Live in me. Make me yours. And I'll serve you all the days of my life as you show me how. Now fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my friends, I believe if you have prayed that prayer out of the sincerity of your heart, then this is the beginning of a new life in Christ Jesus. Now tell us about it. Go to the website at kingdomrock.org and click on the contact button and tell us so that we can rejoice with you. This is not the end, but this is merely the beginning of great things to come.